Good evening. Today's daf is daf mem vov. We are going to begin the new pedic, Shershenogach. Now, we explained the Mishnah and daf tazvov. We explained the halachas of the five muadim when they damage a balichayim. Now our Mishnah is going to explain um, other dinim, other muadim, which are not balichayim, for example, a beid or aish. Um... And that's going to be the primary part of this pedic. The previous the peric, the, the the next peric is going to speak about Aish. But uh, beforehand, the Mishnah is going to uh, tell us about She, which damages when it comes into the Chatzar Chavede, which are really shy to the next pedic. Okay. Now, the Mishnah says like this Sher Shinagar Chasapara, if a case of a Sher Tam, which we said, a Sher. That gourd a gourd a pota gourd a uh, a cow, and it killed the cow. The ox killed the cow. What happened? The ninsu bara But you have now the cow had a fetus, had a child, and the cow this this fetus is dead. So what's the problem? You don't know whether the cow gave birth. Before the ox gored it, and now the fetus that died is unrelated to the actual goring. Or in Mishinikha, Mishinakha Yolda. Or maybe uh, it gave birth after the ox gored it, and the fetus died on account of the goring. It's a suffix. So what's the din now? This guy claims the, the, the part is going to say, yeah, my, my, this part is about to have a child. And because of the negich of your ox, it killed the child as well. So then it's like this. Mishalom chatzin nezek leporah. First of all, he has to pay a chatzin nezek to the owner of the poro. Why? Because this shed is a tam. And the tam damage, he has to pay a chatzin nezek. That's, he has to pay half, half, half the value. Now, uravi nezek levlad. But he has to pay 25%, one quarter of the cost of the damage for the child. Since it's a suffix, whether the sheir was responsible for the death of this child, in which case you would have to pay half the damage. So its owner only has to pay half the amount of the fetus that would he would ordinarily be required to pay, which is one quarter. So that's the first din. So the din is, and uh, you don't know if the sheir killed the, killed the uber as well. Maybe it got killed before the share dam was not at the para. This is a suffix. So, at least for the ox that killed the para, which we know for sure that happened, he has to pay chatzinezek, which is, but since it's a suffix, according to the Tanakhama, he only pays, but for the Vlad, a 25%. Now, well, here's a din of an interesting case, the next part of the Mishnah, which doesn't really happen, but Now here, the exact opposite. The pada, the cow, gored the shade, gored the ox, and and now the cow's newborn offspring was found on the side, either it was dead or alive. Now, you don't know whether the cow gave birth before it gored the ox, or or whether the cow gave birth after a gourd. Now, what's the nafkamina? The nafkamina is when 
damage caused by a shirt tam, we know the liability of the of the of the the chiyuv is miguf of the of of the one who gored. So take the example, the case of the para. This cow that gored the shade, if we're valuating it at, as it would have a child already, so that means it's worth a lot more. Which means that the shade which was damaged, his katsinezek could be worth a lot more because he could take from the goof of the shade. Mashenkin, if if it was born before a gourd, so then he's capped. The chatzinezik is capped only by the chatzinezik is only capped by the actual shade, and nothing to do with the tzida. With the huh? If it was born before a gourd, so it comes out. Huh? The gufa comes out. It's much less. So what's the din? Mishtalim chatzinezik menapora. So he pays a chatzinezik from the para. And one quarter of the cost of the damage paid from the Vlad. So again, since it's a suffix, whether the the Vlad was part of the cow, at the time the cow gored, the owner pays only half of what it would pay if it was certain that it was part of the cow. Okay, Amr Vyodamashmul. says Our Mishnah is Uduri Simchis. This is the, the opinion of the statement of Sumchis. The Omar says that whenever you have mumen, mamen, hamutl besafik, whenever you have property of uncertain uh, ownership, so it's mamen, which is mutl besafik, you don't know who the money belongs to, so the Allah is chilkin, you divide by the two parties. Our Mishnah also, since it's a suffix, you don't know about the uber betzida when this happened, so we just, we, 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 we divide it. Abel chachamim, the chacham say no. Is a significant, is a great principle when it comes to halachas of money that the burden of proof rests upon the person who's claiming it. And the, the, whenever, according to the Chachamim, in cases of uncertainty in the Mishnah, no payment is made for the fetus or from the offspring, or from the offspring unless you know for sure. So, in the case, let's say you take a Shersh Nagach as a part of an imto ubra betzida. And you don't know when it, when the, did it come from the pada? Did it come from the shea? Or maybe it came from, 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 from beforehand. So, so the, 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 the owner of the, the owner of the pada now wants to extract money from the owner of the shade. He has to bring proof. There's no such thing as yechleiko. So therefore, Amishta says that the divided must be sopas. So the more I ask, why do I need to say the words, this is a significant principle in halachas of money? Why not just, why, why not just state the, the, the cloud? Just say, why do you have to preface and say, so the more I answer is, it says, it's necessary for to say this, or why it's needed. I feel an because even over here, if the one who was injured states, I am certain that such and such occurred, and the one liable for the damage says, perhaps it was otherwise, he, he's not refuting the claim, he says, nevertheless, we still say, although the Nizek, the injured party, claims with certainty that he is correct, and the defendant claims that it's, it's, it's speculative. The definite claim still does not 
render the defendant liable to pay because he has no proof. Inami, alternatively, and that's what he says, alternatively, you could say that the Sihoda Itmar was necessary in a case, it was stated like this, a person who sells an axe to another, and the axe is found to be a gore. Rav Omar, Rav says, it's a mistaken transaction. Since the purchaser can claim that he bought the ox specifically for work. And he doesn't want to have an ox, that gores. Shmuel Omar, Shmuel says, Shmuel says, the seller can say to the buyer, I sold it to you for shita. And the fact that it gores is not my, not my issue. So that's, so that's what he means. Zekla Goda Badin. So either Zekla Goda Badin is either when the Nizak says body. Second answer is that over here, in the case of Amikr Shir the Khavedai, Benimsa Nakhon. So um so then you have the Machlikas of Rav and Shmuel. Now someone asks Amai, why are Rav and Shmuel speculating about the purpose of the sale? What are they saying? They're saying Unimsa Nakhos and Azamachlikas. It was a Mechachtois. Shmuel says the, the seller could tell him, or the buyer could say, the seller could tell him, I, I sold it to you to Shech. Why do I need to have this Machlikas? Why don't we see if the purchaser is a person who buys oxen for plowing or a person who buys oxen for Shechita? See clearly, if he bought it for plowing, so then he can say that I did not buy a goring ox. And if he bought a vershkita, so then, so why is that a machlekes? So the Gemara answers, it says, it's not necessary for them to have this machlekes, only in the case of begavr the zav and lahola, person who buys oxen for this and for this reason. So it's unclear for which purpose he was intended. The Gemara asks, let us see what the purchase price was, what the purchase price was. If you pay the price of an ox fit for plowing, which as the Mephoshim say, is a lot, when you bought, it's a lot larger, it's a larger amount, so you could assume that little deal was intended for plowing. It may nichnasa, but if you pay the lower price, so Mephoshim is for shkita, so lenichnasa, then it was sold for shkita. So my answer is, talking about a case where the cost of meat rose, the kobed made a deal. The price of meat rose, and it stands at basically the same price of the plowing. So you don't know. So now Shmuel and Rav and Shmuel have machlekes whether the purchaser can claim that the transaction was made betois, or whether the seller can claim to him that he sold the vishkita, and the purchaser has to provide that that it wasn't sold vishkita. Amri lechacham said, But if the loss of the purchaser cannot be reimbursed from the purchasing money by returning it, for, let's say for example. Guy bought the, the shade, and now we can't reimburse him. And let's say he spent the money already. So now, let the purchaser, let the creditor take the ox and then you owe the money. The Amri Inshis people say, In other words, allow yourself to be repaid from the debt, even in bran, since anything can be used to pay a chayv. In the event that the seller has no money with which to reimburse the purchaser, even if it's a mistaken transaction 
the result may be that the purchaser keeps the ox um, instead of returning the money. So there will be no refer, no practical difference between the opinion of Rav and Shmuel. What's Rav and Shmuel say? Mekach tois, and uh, right. So mechida, if if uh, we're talking about that the, he doesn't have money to pay him back, so let him just take the ox. Machlekes is whether the seller, uh, where the seller does not have sufficient funds from re, from where to repay the purchaser, and now the the kaina demands that the money be returned as opposed to keeping the the access payment. Now Rav Omar says Rav says in this case it's a megatoyz because zil basaruba go after the majority. Majority of people buy oxen for plowing. Shmuel Omar Shmuel says Yochel Shemerlei. Shmuel says the seller can say to him, "The shchita machativ loch." I sold it to you for shchita, but loy has linen basaruba, and we do not follow the majority in this case. Ki has linen basaruba. When do we follow the majority according to Shmuel? Be suda only determining iser. Avam emena. When it comes to monetary, such as this case, loy has linen basaruba. We do not go after the rave. Alamaisi mechaveri alavar ayah. Rather, we say the burden of proof rests upon the the right, the claim. Tanya Mochi, we learned also Abraisa. If an ox that gores a cow and the fetus is found dead at the side, and you do not know whether it gave birth before the ox cord or it gave birth after the ox cord, you pay half of the cost of the damage for the cow, and one quarter of the cost of damage for the offspring. These are the words of Sumchas. From where do we know that the Svara of Amitzi Mechavel Baraya? So Shinamari says, when Mesha appointed Aaron in court to judge the people, he said, Whoever has a cause, let them come near. What do we learn from here? Yagish that. He meant to say, whoever is a claim against another should yagish, submit proof to them. So what do we see from here? The Pasuk clearly says that if somebody is claiming from the other person, he has to bring a raya. Masla, Ravashi, Olamali, Kro. Why don't you have a Pasuk? Svaru, it's a logical reason. The the one who suffers the pain, also the Be'asya, goes to the doctor. Just as an individual with a problem has a responsibility to resolve it, so too... Someone with a claim against another has to bring a raya to his claim. So it makes a lot of sense. What do we know by Dintero? That we first listen to the Tevea, to the person who claims first. Remember, like it says, Whoever has a case, cause, let them come near. In other words, which means that whoever has a claim against the other should submit his claim to them first. So whenever you have a plaintiff and a defendant, the plaintiff goes first. Now, sometimes we listen to the defendant first um, when when his assets are depreciating because of the claim against him. In that situation, the basin allows him to present his arguments first so that he can sell his assets at the true price. The Mishnah says, That's what the Mishnah said, that if an ox scores an ox, if a cow scores an ox, so then the, uh, the cow's newborn offspring 
thousand aside, so half the cost of the damage is paid from the cow, and a quarter of the cost of the damage is paid from the offspring. So the says, Palganiska who the boy The Mishnah's words, Mashmah, that the owner of the cow pays half of the damage, and Palganiska who the boy he pays half the damage, and an additional one quarter of the cost of the damage. So Mara says, He is required to pay only half the cost of the damage, since it's a shared time. The Mishnah says that he pays 75% of the cost of the damage. Why? So Mara says, Half the cost of the damage is actually means one-fourth of the cost of the damage. Since there are two animals that may have, have uh, had this incident, the owner of the cow pays only half of the normal amount from the value of the cow, one quarter of the cost of the damage. Revi Nezek, the other half of the damage, which is one quarter of the cost of the damage, one eighth of the cost of the damage. Therefore, the owner of the ox receives a total of three eighths of the cost of the damage. Umar says, but if the cow, the offspring, are owned by one person, so then the injured party can indeed say to the owner of the cow, whichever way you look at it, you have to give me half of the damage either from the value of the cow or from the newborn, which belong to you. So why is it necessary to give half of the payment specifically from the cow and half from the newborn? Rather, the case is necessary to part of the chad of vlad chad, where the cow belongs to one person and the offspring to another. So each can claim that he is only partially responsible for the damage. But even in the case, if the injured party came forward and claimed payment for the owner of the cow first, he can indeed say to the owner of the cow, Your cow certainly caused damage to my property. Bring me proof that you have a partner. The owner of the cow would have then would have to prove that the newborn calf was still a fetus at the time, and therefore a shoot of an incident. Exactly. Today you have cameras. In order to potter himself from paying the entire amount or half the cost of the damage. Rather, we're talking about whether he claimed the payment from the owner of the offspring first, as in the case of the owner of the cow, can say to him, the Armalei can say, You disclosed your opinion that I have a partner who is responsible for the first part of the damage. Therefore, I am not prepared to pay the full amount required, half of the damage of the cost, but only half of the amount, one quarter. Other people say, even though the injured party came forward and claimed payment from the owner of the cow first, he, he can dismiss him. Dharma can say, I know that I have a partner in this matter, the owner of the newborn calf. Did it say one quarter of the cost of the damage or one quarter of the cost of the damage? The Mishnah clearly says that, that it was half of the cost of the damage and one quarter of the cost of the damage. says, Actually, the mission is referring to the case where the cow and its offspring belong to one person. And this is what we're saying. If the cow is here, it pays half the cost of the damage from the pora. And if the cow is not here, then he pays one quarter of the cost of the damage. It's reimbursed from the blood. Now, the Gemara says, Time of the Layadinon, what's the reason why he paid one quarter of the cost is because we don't know about it. Time of the Layadinon, have a Vlad Bade Kinoso, because we don't know 
if the offspring was with it, when the cow gored or whether or not. But if it's obvious that the offspring was not there, I will eat pshit elan. But if it's obvious to us that the offspring was with it as the fetus when it gored, the full amount of the, the full amount of half the cost of the damage would be reimbursed from the offspring off from the vlad if the cow is not there. Where it says Rava Rava goes according to his reasoning. Rava says Parasha Zikai. In the case of a cat that caused damage while pregnant, gave him a blood play, the injured party collects compensation from his offspring. So in other words, the offspring that had been a fetus at the time of the goring. My time, what's the reason? Because goofy, it's considered an integral part of the body and therefore may be used to collect payment. However, if a hen that caused damage, so then, the injured party does not collect compensation from his eggs. Payment can be collected only from the body of the hen. My time, because Pirshabamu, the egg is simply a like it's just it's like a it's a it's a um the baits is not part of the goof, it's just like separated from the goof. It's not a chilek of the goof. And therefore it's not an integral part of the body, and therefore it's not collect from the baits so. of outcome.